Shark Ober Fest. Welcome back to Frogus from Sharktoberfest. We're watching frog movies and sampling a variety of beverages. I'm one of your hosts, Logan Nielsen, and joining me, as always, is my co-host and resident puppet master, Dustin Pixley. Hi, Dustin. Hey, Logan. How you doing, bud? Better now. Better now? Why? Because my title. Oh, okay. See, now, see, here's the problem. Then he likes to reference the opening that I don't use. <laughs> <laughs> So now our listeners know I let him down first. (laughs) But that kind of pleases me because I got a little behind the scenes. That's true. You've been here for the whole process. You're the only one that will know the full story. Yeah, yeah. Inside juice. Yeah, and please. Inside juice. That's the saying. I was trying to think. What is it? Inside. (laughs) Baseball. Yeah, no. I was was thinking of something else. Inside baseball. Inside scoop? Maybe that's what I was going for. Okay. I've just never heard inside juice. I think that's called blood. Maybe I got juice on the brain. We're going to drink some <laughs> some juice here. <laughs> uh, that third voice you're hearing, that's right. We have a guest in studio with us. And by studio, I mean my basement. Uh, but joining me is, is my brother. Um, he is a uh, an educator. Uh, he's a podcaster in his own right. And I think he's okay with me saying the biggest Sharktoberfest fan in the world. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> it is my favorite podcast. This is a big deal for me. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm on several. This is my favorite podcast. But this is my brother, Luke Nielsen. Hi, Luke. Hi. Thanks for having yeah, me, Yeah, man. Thanks for coming. I feel like you won a contest no one wanted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the best kind. It, yeah, it was like he, he like won a letter-writing campaign, but there wasn't a letter-writing campaign. You just sent a lot of letters <laughs> to your favorite show, and they're finally like, fine, he can come here and murder us or whatever. I don't care. That's right. I'm yeah. just done getting these letters. Um, so, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why this is a heavily edited show. <laughs> um, uh Today, so we're going to talk about a movie like we always do. That's nothing new, right? I I would hope not. Yeah, that's going to be. And we watched the Muppet movie, which is a, a which one of your favorites? One of my favorite movies. Yes. And it was on the list because Kermit the Frog. It's my Frog. first time viewing that movie. This is your first time viewing it. Oh, yep. interesting. Never I've seen it. Never saw it. I am excited really? to then get into yeah. everyone's review on it. But something we are doing that is a first. We are sampling beverages that are not alcohol. No, they are technically fermented, though. Yeah, the trace amounts of alcohol. Trace amounts. <laughs> we're <laughs> real the, low end. Yeah, what's the ABV on that? Is it like point zero one or I, no? I, I actually looked it up. It's like fractions. It's it's less than non-alcoholic beer. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. It's a non-alcoholic beer. Because I've always heard like people trace. say like like this has got a little booze in it, right? I'm like, I don't really think. Yeah. No, because kids can buy it. So yeah, I, lo- exactly. I looked it up. It is less than non-alcoholic beer. We are doing okay. mouthwash, right? Yes, we are sampling mouthwashes. Okay, that's what I was told. Listerine Robitessin. Yeah, that's see, what we've know. got going. That might be stronger little, than non-alcoholic beer. A little tussing on the rocks, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, but what, what, Luke, you are the, uh, you're kind of the, the, the brewmeister of this episode, if you will. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. You have, but what are we drinking today? We're drinking kombucha. We're drinking some kombucha. Why are we drinking kombucha, Luke? Well, I, I don't drink. Yep. Um. Not that I wouldn't, but <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but, but anyway, yeah. I, that really makes it sound like you had to go sober. <laughs> yeah, that's not 
really the case either. Now no. we get into Luke's dark, dark yeah. past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we drink too many of these kombuchas. It's going to get real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Longer story short, I don't drink, so I drink uh, kombucha. So yeah. we thought we'd sample some kombucha because you guys don't drink a lot of I don't it. drink a lot of kombucha but my my past kombucha experiences um let's say I haven't I haven't loved yeah um <laughs> you Dustin you haven't I can't remember drinking you don't know if you've, no. you've had any I don't think so and not only are we we're sampling some kombucha, you have a, a like a flight for us of kombucha yes, yeah. this is where I, I have nine different kombuchas. we have wow we have a tasting menu of, yeah. of kombuchas so uh, how do we should we just should we do maybe a couple up top and then maybe sparse them out like throughout like yeah, try different absolutely. flavors yeah. maybe yeah. might be a way to do that kind of like we would do with like the cocktails and stuff like that but we'll kind of maybe try it that way um all right so we'll, let's let's get to some booch then okay. let's you so, what is our first so flavor so I'll grab the first one here. So I, I got I stuck with one brand is my favorite okay. brand, um, GTS, and it's one of the like, from what I could tell, like one of the oldest like brands of kombucha in okay. the U.S. It's my favorite for a couple of reasons. One, I do find it tastes pretty good. Like they don't okay. generally have like the kind of. Uh, vinegary taste that you sometimes get with kombucha okay, that people that's, don't like because that's what a lot of people yeah that's a lot of people don't like this one doesn't have that and also their synergy variety mm. does not use any processed sugar like okay i've found some other kombuchas but i tried to avoid and like i don't really consume processed sugar mm-hmm. so all of that like they use kiwi juice as the sugar for the fermentation part okay. of it and then it's flavored only with like Organic juices and stuff. Okay. All right. So we're going to start with their the, flavor. We're going to get healthier in this episode. This is the first episode that we're going to probably potentially... We'll feel better leaving than we yeah. did going in. Yeah. 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 yeah that'll yeah. be different for us. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> usually we ended a few beers deep going, was that good? I don't know. <laughs> there you go. This one, we're, we're going to get done and run a 5K. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> going home right now. <laughs> but uh, So this flavor is Trilogy. This is actually the one I just grabbed on the way here. I had a bunch ready okay. for this, but this is like a good leadoff hitter. I think it's like a good general. Just it, it's kind of my regular go-to flavor. Okay. So also, if you really hate this one, it's probably not gonna go real well from here because <laughs> <laughs> this is you're starting with your favorite, and well, then it's not necessarily my favorite, but I would say like. It's a real easy to take down. It doesn't okay. taste real. It doesn't have a real strong taste. Like it's like okay. a, a standard almost. Like yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a classic. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. So, okay. So right. this is open that right into the mic, oh. my man. I kind of I kind of already opened it. That's okay. We just like to get the whole process <laughs> right crackle. right up in there. There you go. Well, now I'm feeling pressure, Logan. To uh, and the bottle is because I know it's a big deal for you. Sixteen fluid ounces, Ooh. not twelve. It's not a beer though. Not yeah, twelve. We make yeah, exceptions. Yeah, here, can... It's already. Oh, there we go. Pour. Ooh. Ooh. That sounds little... real nice. Yeah. Dustin, you slide that over here. Dropping stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. There you go, sir. It's got a real uh, kind of plop, plop, fizz, fizz. What a relief it is, you know? It's kind <laughs> it sure of. Does. It sounds like medicine. It does. <laughs> okay, let me let me see that bottle though. Yeah, I gotta I gotta do get some the lid back on. Read your facts off the bottle. Do a little little bit of bottle reading mm-hmm. here. So yeah, Synergy Raw Kombucha Trilogy. 
uh, renew, rebalance, rebuild, reclaim, rekindle, recharge. Wow, a lot of pressure to come up with six of all, those, huh? All the re's. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, and it was, it's like three guys in a boardroom being like, well, what the hell else? <sighs> prefix of the week. Because reclaim's a little weak, but okay. Uh, pure, potent, and Percival. Purposeful Percival. That's a knight. Uh, <laughs> He probably like See, it. I want everyone. It's not. It's not the booze that makes me just speak wrong. Sometimes it's just. It's just who I am. Uh, pure, potent, and purposeful. These three words embody my philosophy on crafting the world's finest raw kombucha. Since 1995, I have fully fermented my small batches without shortcuts or compromise. Only whole ingredients, naturally occurring nutrients, and traditional culturing methods. Always unfiltered and unpasteurized, every effervescent sip will revitalize your body and replenish your gut with goodness only nature can provide. GT Dave, founder. <laughs> yep. Let's see. And I, I have other facts about GT Dave and the company if you're so inclined. That yeah. will be perfect. Let's sample this, uh, the trilogy flavor. Get over here. Oh, come on. Mm. Okay. S- smell smell is a tough one to really just to, it smells a lot like a sour beer honestly kind of it kind of tastes like that but i actually i i think i enjoy it more than most it's sours not as tart as a lot of the sour beers no mm-hmm. yeah the the smell though is hard just to just take a whiff well yeah i feel like some of these you still get the vinegary smell that's a what little it, bit and that's what it smells like it smells like mm-hmm. vinegar but yeah you're right it doesn't really taste vinegary yeah it's, i find most of theirs don't have the real overpowering vinegar taste yeah, it's like it's um, you know, it's 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 bubbly, but it's not uh, too, I don't know, like acidic. It's mm-hmm. not too, you know what I mean? Because I guess here, my past experience with kombucha, the best way I could identify its flavor, um, it's like when you throw up in your mouth a little bit, <laughs> just a, just that little bit. When it's just a little, you're like, oh no, just that little bit that pops up. That's that's what it always reminded me of. That that acidity. Right. That kind of just that real back of the throat, like ugh, flavor. <laughs> yeah, that's my past experience with kombucha. So you're bringing us the good stuff. So yeah, I, yeah. I can say I'm not experiencing that at all. Good. <laughs> good. Um, no, this this is actually uh, it's aside from because I just like to sniff a drink before I have it. That that's putting me off. That sniff. Yeah, is a little rough. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's bubbly. That's for sure. Yeah, I wonder how it's uh, so fizzy. They must carb it. Not naturally. I'm assuming they actually put CO2 in at a higher concentration. I don't know. I don't know if they do. So f- as far as I can tell, it's for the natural, you know, it's got the yeast in it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, as far as I know, I don't know that they extra carbonate it. Hmm. What? What is kombucha? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's fermented tea. Right. So that, and maybe they do add carbonation, but the... um you get the effervescence because it is fermented, and it's it's a scoby is the thing that ferments the tea, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I wrote down because I always forget what it stands for. Symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast, yes. which is like a little slimy pancake thing. Oh. That's what it looks like. No, it does. Yeah. It's what's just funny that because like subbing last year, one of my kids for the science fair yeah. did kombucha. So like you said, scoby. I'm like, I remember that, and you're right. It is. It looks like. It well, looks like a wet, and, like uncooked pancake that has held its shape, and that's also probably what's going to give us that vinegary, little bit sour flavor. Is I'm imagining it's some type of pro- probiotic that's in there with yeah, yeast. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Same thing with sour beers. That's right. That's how they're made. Yeah. So that GT Dave, who's on the thing, mm-hmm. 
he started the company in uh, 1995 when his mom had a pretty aggressive form of cancer. Okay. And she was drinking like their family recipe of kombucha because it is, it's something that's been around for 2,000 years. Other cultures have drank it for a long time. It's very healthy because of the probiotic aspect of it. And it's, is, it, is it traditionally Chinese? I don't know. Okay. It, I'm sorry. I <laughs> nope. I, I think that's what I, I had found was that they they believe that was where it originated, but okay. I don't think there's a definite like route of where it's from because okay. it is one of those just like we'll say because I think it was a lot of like Middle Eastern and India like those right. places too have for a long time. I mean it's just you know very Eastern sort of thing and it's just made its way west. Yeah, but uh, traditionally like green teas and black teas. So that's another reason I like the GTs is it sticks with like those green teas, black teas. The sugar is from the kiwi, mm-hmm. and then they're using whatever other juices to get the different flavors. And that's kind of how I got onto it was with like the gut biome stuff, the right, you know, the healthy bacteria. And does it, it does it have a direct link to that, or is that just a we think kombucha is good for your gut? We say it's good for your gut. Uh, well, typically anything that is high in good bacteria is going to be good like helping you keep a healthy gut flora and to keep like the bad bacteria from overgrowing in Mm. your gut it'd be more potent like if you brewed your own but like a lot of like probiotics that people take over the counter from like the limited research and stuff that i have it's not really like a strong enough like you're not getting enough cultures to really make a significant difference oh okay like you need a pretty high level and so, and and this is more of that high level because it's just a straight shot of it, it's pretty high levels. I mean, like even like I take probiotics, but I mean like anything under like twenty billion live units is probably not doing a whole lot for you. Okay, so interesting. Kombucha has a pretty like you know, depending on the brand or whatever. But mm. yeah, it's um, it's an acquired taste. I'm gonna say <laughs> it's a uh... <laughs> yeah yeah. Yeah, it's something uh, I think over time you definitely get a taste for. Yeah, yeah. Because like I when you, when you first started, were you like well fully <laughs> in, or did it take a, some trial and error to? Well, I, I guess maybe like before when I referenced to people listening, the reason I don't drink stuff is because I had gut problems. I had some health problems yeah. that you know that I couldn't eat a lot of stuff. So I was pretty psyched to just like have anything that didn't <laughs> taste like water. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So like when I was like, oh, there's so many flavors. It was <laughs> it was a big deal. <laughs> no, the, it's it's fun because he's been able to eat more stuff lately. Yeah. So to watch him rediscover things like peanut butter, it's yeah. it's kind of like it's I, those uh, baby reaction videos. It's like, a little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit of like <laughs> you guys just all sit around and you like, oh man, <laughs> pretty much. Baby tries cheese for the first time, loses his shit. Like, yeah, he's got a little bit of that going, which is is kind of like. Obviously, I I wish you had never had gone through that, but it's kind of fun because you you were such a uh, well, I mean, like you brewed your own beers, you were such a, a cook, you know, you liked just trying a whole bunch of combinations of shit, and yeah. it's almost fun watching you now. Like now you're back to the basics. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's right. Yeah, and now it's just like because uh-huh. like, you eat those little wafers that have like just some chocolate dust on them, and you're like, ah, oh, if you had chocolate, it fucking rules. And I'm, like, <laughs> yep. I'm like, I get that. I I know I don't appreciate chocolate the same way you do, and I eat the shit all the day. You know, yeah. all the day, all, all the, the day. day. I eat the shit all the day. Mm-hmm. 
All the day. God, the a, inside juice on all the day. <laughs> oh, uh, well, should, we, should we sample another flavor before we dig into the next chapter of the uh, the show here? All right. We'll give you another kind of standard one. Okay. Well, uh, Dustin, what's your take on your... This is your first uh, kombucha sampling. Well, like I said, it does remind me of sour beer, actually. So I, I, I'm not against it by any means. Okay. I like sour beers. I do enjoy that tartness that you get. Right. Though. Yeah. So. Yeah. See, to me, I'm not always into sours. So this next one is same same brand, same line, Gingerade. And mm. I kind of say the trilogy is sort of my standard anytime. Gingerade, um, they're using ginger juice, so it's got more of a ginger taste, but it gives you sort of a I kind of feel like a like a lighter like lemonade or like a you know, like a summer shandy type of thing. Oh, okay. So this is like a hot outside, just mowed the lawn, <laughs> gingerade, my friend. There you go. There we go. Did my red hair and beard have any Sway on you buying ginger aid? <laughs> <laughs> what? It certainly doesn't hurt, but um, I found that there's ginger in a lot of these. There's another ginger berry one that I've got later too, but ginger seems to be a staple. Go-to. Yeah, staple of the booch world. Yep. But yeah, the the ginger aid usually I found less bubbly than like the trilogy. Okay. I'm liking the aroma a ton. Yeah, I do like ginger a lot. So yeah. I like ginger too. So I'm. Dang, we're really good. It's at nice that. with three glasses. Yeah. Doing it. This one seems less tart, but I like the ginger. I like on this there. one. Yeah, yeah. I like this one. It's a, it, yeah. It's less intensive on like the on the on the back of your tongue. There doesn't quite as much sour to it. I think we're gonna call this one like he said. It's the lawnmower bucha. No, I see. Yeah. I could yeah. see yeah. that. And I said I just like it's a little tamer all around. Like. I don't think as bubbly either. It's like a way less overpowering, um, like ginger beer. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like you know ginger beer. Have you like have you ever just taken like a swig of oh, ginger yeah. and beer? That's like it's it's always sucking a on a just a chunk of ginger, which yeah, is oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it's always it's it's super carbonated, like feels extra bubbly. Like it just it's a lot going on in your mouth when you drink just because you know we've had them. For like making Moscow mules, and I'm like, yeah. how does this just taste on its own? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, there's a reason it's only for mixing. Yeah, some things are mixers. Yeah. Some things need to be cut by anything. Some ginger beer and amaretto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you'd have a problem. <laughs> oh, my drink of choice there would go, what? That's what you drink? <laughs> then just some bitters, old fashioned bitters. No, that one's doing it for me. I like that one. Yeah. I like the ginger on nice. the back end. It's nice and uh, nice and smooth. Well, the aroma is really nice on that one too. See, to me, I still get a lot of the the vinegary, yeah. even even in the smell. But I like I like the flavor of it. It's nice and uh, it's nice and soft. It's a soft flavor in a good way. It's gentle. Yeah, it's real. You know, um, you know especially pill- pillowy on the tongue. Yeah, pi- yeah, <laughs> pillowy. We've said pillowy before. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it's a pillow fight in my mouth, and everyone's invited. <laughs> That's what ginger ate is. The name Gingerade, though, it because it just makes me think of like someone made Gatorade wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the team's not happy. <laughs> They're all going up to the... That would be a rough day if, if Gingerade <laughs> wasn't you, your Gatorade <laughs> cooler. Hot, hot you're expecting... It would be harsh. You're running a marathon and <laughs> yeah. grab that cup and ho, oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, at least give me a roll of sushi with it, too. Go on. Okay. I think we're up to, we we have seven more flavors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Let's. Uh, I guess maybe should we should we uh, end the old intro section and and head into Act Two, if you will. 
I can't wait to talk to people at work now. Like, how was your weekend? I'm like, got down on some booch. Uh, <laughs> Drink big time. Nine different flavors hey, of kombucha. Listen, I watched a puppet movie and drank a lot of kombucha. So, <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> Karen. I don't work with a Karen, but. <laughs> and she's like, I think you're not doing great. That sounds that sounds like a weird. Are you okay? Is something repressed come back? <laughs> Um, well, yeah, so we watched uh, 1979's mm-hmm. The Muppet Movie, the the original, the OG. Because um, when did the show end? The show started... Oh, I've got it written down, ah, sir. That's my dude. The show ran from 76 to 81. 76 to 81. So this was during, I mean, I guess during the height of that show Yeah. when this came out. Um, we'll get more into the, the Muppets in the next segment. But it's, uh, yeah, people don't realize because... Uh, even Jess, we started watching last night. She goes, "Oh, she's like, is this the one that has like Jason Siegel?" I'm like, "No, this is the one from the '70s." And she was like, "There was one from the '70s." And I'm like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> that's, that's what Megan said too. She's like, "Well, with that one guy." I'm like, "No, not Jason Siegel." I know one. you're thinking that, but and that one is good. And here's the thing: 1979's The Muppet Movie, the original one, was the highest-grossing puppet movie ever mm-hmm. until the 2011 Jason Siegel reboot. Really? That is now the highest grossing <laughs> puppet movie, and now the Muppet movie is number two. I have not watched the rebooted one. It's good. I have heard that. It's been, you'd, like, you'd like I it. like the puppet. Like the puppets. Like the Muppets. People no. have said that to me, but... Uh, it's a it's a good Muppet it. movie. I, I didn't see the, the second one, The Muppets Most Wanted. I didn't watch that at all, but but the Jason Segel one I think is good. But it, it, but that's for the next segment. This is still the intro, so we got to end that yeah, right now and, yeah. and dig into that, so let's... Talk about the Muppet movie. Yes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm Stetler. I'm Waldorf. We're here to heckle a Muppet movie. Gentlemen, that's straight ahead. Private screening room D. Private screening? Yeah, they're afraid to show it in public. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh look at this place. Yeah. What a dump. Bunch of weirdos around here. Look at them. All right. The Muppet movie. 1979, directed by James Frawley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the first and only time they went with a non-Muppet director. Oh, okay. uh, I read behind the scenes that Jim Henson wanted to direct this, uh, but both their the producer of The Muppet Show and Frank Oz uh, were both like, no, we're already creating a whole bunch of new like puppet <laughs> techniques, and you're playing a bunch of characters. You're going to go insane. Have someone else direct it. Right. But, and then it sounds like uh, James Frawley did not have a great time directing the movie and put kind of a, a a bad taste in everyone's mouth. So that's why ever since then, it was either Jim Henson or Frank Oz that directed the movies. Really? Yeah. Well, that is neat. But anyway, well, you've never seen this before, Dustin. This no, is your first number one viewing. viewing. So mm-hmm. I, let's start with you then. Thoughts on your first viewing of The Muppet Movie? Uh, it was really fun for right? one. Absolutely. I loved all the little cameos throughout. Yeah. A lot, a lot of, of good ones. The great 1970s cameos. Yes. Because like Jess watched like the first half of it with me before she fell asleep, and I was just kind of like naming people. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, listen, if you were a dork like me and know oh, these 70s yeah. people, this movie would be even more fun. Yeah, like maybe the funniest cast ever assembled of like 70s mm-hmm. comedian people. I mean, like yeah. big names. Well, and I think too- it's almost like a Shrek movie where they, they like put a lot of adult things. So adults can have fun watching this with their kids because the kids don't really know what's going on. True. You yeah. know, there's a lot of fun puppets. But then the storyline's kind of more something well, that, a, a grown-up could That's what into. the Muppets mm. kind of always were. Because even like the Muppet show, 
you know the original one in the 70s was always was always meant more as a, like an adult like geared towards variety show it's always more like a classic variety show it was clearly meant for family and for kids to enjoy too but they they were always especially in the early days were always like well we want to make this funny for adults yeah so i, I have a fact on that actually so sesame street came out in 1969 yes and that's where Jim, the Muppets came from. Yeah, yeah. Was Sesame Street and Jim Henson and Frank Oz and like those guys were so kind of creative and out there. Like Jim Henson especially didn't want to get like just shoehorned into we only do puppets for kids things. Right. And of course, yeah. that was fairly new on that scale anyway. So the first two specials that they made made for ABC that are kind of considered like the de facto pilots for the Muppet show. Right. The first one was like, uh, I think it was a Valentine's Day special. Yeah, 1974 Muppets Valentine show. But then in 1975, and I told my kids after finding this out, I'm like, we need to find this and watch this. <laughs> it's called The Muppets Sex and Violence. That's, oh, I've, I've heard of that actually. Yeah. So that was the second one in 75. So they made these two one-offs for ABC, and those kind of became the pilots for We Want to Do This Variety Show. Mm-hmm. Which then I did not realize did not get it originally picked up in the U.S. Right, it was it was UK, right? Yeah, Wasn't it, it was UK, and then CBS had first run of the what are they syndication, first run syndication. Right. So it came out shortly thereafter on CBS, but it was a UK television company that picked it up. Yeah, because I knew their their like original production company was out of London, and I I was even reading too like when they were prepping for this movie, all of their like uh, tech tests and stuff they were doing of like filming of puppets in the real world was all done in london i didn't quite yeah. put it together but it's because they must have been based out of there yeah, i guess yep, yep. Interesting. Um, did they have to shoot over there first or did the did they just send over everything like for the movie well just for the I show i think the movie the they shot in america maybe or maybe it was shot in england See, I, I guess i'm not sure i guess i assumed america because they travel across america travel across but it america. doesn't really mean anything i don't know yeah i guess you you could probably fake it. at least you could do second unit with the car you know in america <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah the puppets could be anywhere yeah <laughs> like, yeah i don't know that's a good question but i, I was surprised by that i did not realize that it was like y'all yeah, UK I guess production originally. i didn't really realize it i noticed that in like reading like parts of like trivia about it in the wikipedia it was always like had this london stuff and the um like the the main at the very end well now i'll get to that but i'm like that that character though is based on their actual like uk producer who is also named lou whatever that they based uh, that character at the end um lord lou lord um so you said you enjoyed it yes Uh, oh yeah i had fun it was a fun watch and then this is luke i kind of pitch this one to you too because i thought it'd be funny to do for frogist yeah uh, but also this is like one of your favorites it is one of my favorite movies yeah i think for a long time when i was younger i would have said it's my favorite movie yeah it's definitely on my short list yeah and i i thoroughly enjoy this movie too and to tie into the last time we did like a family-friendly movie which was the little mermaid um and i dug into my my love of like voice actors a lot of that starts with the Muppets was mm. I kind of became obsessed with the like the the main Muppet guys like behind yep. it all yep. of Jim Henson, Frank Oz, Dave Gels, Jerry Nelson. Mm. Oh, I'm freaking another big one. Uh, so those are the big ones I had in my head. Those big four. There's a fifth one. Um, not Steve Whitmire. He took over for Kermit later. Um, I'm going to have to look. Have to yeah, look. look it up. Look the it other up. the other main guy. So, like those five were all of the Richard Hunt. Um, nice, because he's the one that does uh, Scooter and Janice and, oh, and Sweetums yeah, yeah, as yeah. Richard Hunt. 
Um, no, but it was funny too watching watching some of it with Jess last night too because I, I it's one of those it's those things that you think are common knowledge to everybody. Yeah, but she watching. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know, Fozzie the Bear is Yoda. Yeah. yeah, and she's like, "Oh, what?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." I'm like, "Yeah." Frank Oz does. Well, like, and listen to him. They sound pretty similar. Those especially, two characters, especially do. when you watch like episode five. I forgot how <laughs> Fozzie Bear Yoda is. Like that first yeah. appearance, he just is Fozzie who speaks in misordered sentences. Oh, yeah. You know, because yeah. um, in the beginning when he's just being dopey too to like trick Luke and something. <laughs> like he's so he's just it's, a it's muppet. Fozzie who puts direct objects first. Yeah, exactly. But then I was like, yeah, I'm like, Frank Oz does just Fozzie and Miss Piggy. And she goes, he does both? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like, is this just one of those things I think other people know, but I'm just a weirdo? Oh, it must be that. Yes. But she also didn't know that Jim Henson was Kermit. And I'm like, okay, that, though, I feel like everyone knew Jim Henson was Kermit. Well, it, it is funny, though. I mean, this is a movie I reference because I love it. But I mean, like, my high school kids, which obviously that's a different generation, but they're like, no idea what I'm talking about. You yeah. Know? Yeah, it's it's one of those things I I don't think kids these days. No, I never <laughs> I never want to be that way. But it, it's one of those like the Muppets is one of those things that like I don't think like just if you're young now you'll you won't know how big the Muppets were and how yeah. they were kind of I don't know they were also got like some kind of nerd comedy credit too. Yep. Even though it was like a popular mainstream thing, and like you know Disney owns it now and all that stuff, but like you know they haven't really changed their their game too much. Even their right. shows they did on like ABC mm-hmm. are still very the Muppets. Yeah, and even all their movies in the '90s, you know, even after Jim Henson died and the, all the whole gang left, like still had some good movies. And it's like I don't know, they're like they're a weird institution that I don't think. Yep. Kind of like SNL too. I don't think kids now realize like how cool SNL like was. Right, you know, and I'm not, I'm not a like SNL's bad now person, but it's like it's a whole different beast now. Well, there's just so much stuff, and like I don't follow anybody because there's a lot of really great stuff on every streaming thing or whatever. Right. It's just there's fewer sort of like singular iconic things. Yeah, yeah, but like because we we this because you and I talked about it when we did the 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 Shark Week one of just like, and I talked about even with on the Josh Johnson show once where it's like. People won't know unless you were our age how big Jackass right. really was. You right. know what I mean? It's yeah. like it was a, that was very generational. Like yeah, a small window there. And like the one. Muppets was obviously way wider, but I think it was like seventies through the nineties was like yep. oh no, if you if you were like a kid or like you liked the Muppets, the yeah. Muppets ruled. They were funny, they were yeah. funny and weird and silly, and it was great. Yeah, for sure. When you got to graduate from Sesame Street to Muppets, you you know what I mean? You felt like... <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. You took a little step up in life, like, oh no, I get the Muppets now. Uh-huh. <laughs> what about when you watched Dark Crystal and then you were like, <laughs> never mind. I've never actually watched the Dark Crystal. I've actually never, that's one I, I've totally skipped. I think I did, you know, back in the day, but I have not revisited it. Mm-hmm. So seen labyrinth and forever there again these are jim henson company productions that we're just throwing out like anyone listening knows fully. i remember i liked the labyrinth but again i haven't watched it long enough to really I think now anything about i don't it. know if it would be the same it probably <laughs> yeah like david boy why are your pants so tight now yeah why but you know also you know it, it's in honor of him you can watch his bulge near a young jennifer Connolly, <laughs> out of respect for a deceased artist yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, everyone just looked at me. Um, <laughs> Do something. Okay. <laughs> what now? Well, I guess the, I know we like to usually go through like the plots of movies. This one has a very, very bare bones plot, which I which I love. I kind of forgot how simple it was 
were literally Kermit's in his swamp. Because <laughs> this movie is like it's the it's the purported start of the Muppets, like forming as a group. Which I thought actually I, I wrote down was like a genius way for them to frame this, being that it was a known quantity at this point. Yeah, we're gonna make a movie because the Muppet Show started with. This art, this variety show already exists. Yeah. So like, let's just really simple. Like, oh no, here's how you get all of these things yeah. together. Because it starts with the framing device of them at a screening room, and and Kermit's just getting everybody settled and whatever. And his nephew, who I always forget his name, because um, I just want to call him Tiny Tim from, from <laughs> Muppet Christmas Carol. I'm gonna do, but yeah, I, I can't remember his his nephew's name. But it's just like, is this really how the Muppets got started? And he was like, eh, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. More or less. Which I love that framing yeah. device of like, yeah, we're going to tell you our story. We're also telling you in the form of a movie we made. <laughs> that's not really how we started, which is such a fun way of doing this this puppet movie. Yeah. You know, where you could have done anything, but it's like, no, this is how the, the Muppets got the band together, kind of. <laughs> yep. Um, and then it starts with him, then it goes to the swamp, which, by the way, is there any better opening song than Rainbow <laughs> Connection? Like, I wrote, I love the songs, and that is, yeah, just an all-time great movie opening. Like, when it finally just goes to the clouds and the credits, and that dong, 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 Like, there is just that moment yep. being like, ah, oh, hell yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, it's a really good song. And then uh, and then he's just singing a song, and then suddenly fucking Dom DeLuise shows up, <laughs> and he says, hey, I'm an agent from Hollywood. <laughs> you with the banjo. You with the banjo. <laughs> I love Dom DeLuise. Uh, yes. Oh, you, you with the banjo. Uh, can you help me? I have lost my sense of direction. Uh, have you tried Harry Krishna? Uh, no. No, I mean, I'm really lost. Uh, one second. Uh, darn, I missed. You know, that's the first thing to go on a frog, his tongue. The tongue goes and you can't catch flies. Oh, that's rough. I'm sorry about your tongue, but yeah. I have to get out of this swamp. I have to catch a plane. With that tongue? No way. <laughs> but he's just like, uh, oh, there's an ad in the paper for frogs. <laughs> you should go to Hollywood. Get to Hollywood. Become one of these famous frogs. And he's like, okay. And then... <laughs> And then he just beats up with like that. The base, the basic plot is that. Then he meets up with other Muppets, and then they go a road trip and they make it to Hollywood. They're also being chased down by Doc Hopper, yes, played by Charles Durning, uh, who's having a lot of fun. Who's great? Charles yeah. Durning's fantastic, um, and he wants he wants to get Kermit to be, be the spokesperson, to be the spokesperson yeah. of his fried frog legs <laughs> yeah. company, which is interesting too, because we talked about that with bullfrogs of like why they got brought over to other countries. Stuff like that was because there was this weird thing of like frog legs were this delicacy. I feel like that was at that time kind of where people started being like, <laughs> Probably. this is a weird thing to eat. <laughs> yeah. Kind of fancy, I guess. Yeah. In a weird way. Um, but he runs a specifically... <laughs> food what, how, how do you introduce himself to oh because he has him watch his ad for it and kermit just goes that's disgusting and he goes listen i'm a good businessman and a, and a likable fellow but i am not an actor <laughs> the 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 joke per minute of this movie mm. is is almost astounding of how everything is a setup or punchline it feels like 90 simpsons you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it feels like that era. Well, I wrote that down, too. Like, a lot of them as standalone one-liners, you know, aren't necessarily super hilarious. I mean, they're, they're very basic, but, like, 
done at a genius level where it's like one after another after another and then like if you really drive it home like that then it becomes kind of brilliant yeah. like if, if that if that's how everybody talks in that world then it's kind of brilliant yeah yeah everyone is kind of in on the shtick because it's a very shticky movie but yeah. it's, it's how everyone talks yeah everyone speaks in setups and punchlines and i love to when a lot of jokes happen kermit just goes ah that's cute <laughs> well, like it's like the movie commenting <laughs> very on stuff subtly, like oh, that's a very fun subtly one. too yeah, yeah. Because he's a great one when they're, uh, later when they're trying to catch Gonzo because he's floating with balloons and they're trying to like keep the car under him to catch him. And then Kermit goes, uh, bear left. And Fozzie just goes, frog right. Yeah. And, and Kermit goes, what? And he's like, frog right. And he just goes, that's cute. And then, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was one of like, my favorite exchanges of like these characters are these puppet characters are barely in this scene yeah <laughs> like they're just being meta about it like ah funny <laughs> what well, that is one thing i feel like fell off a little bit after jim henson died so then he's not the one doing kermit because you know kermit's kind of always the central character and kind of the heart of the whole thing yeah but like those subtle little you know, like when Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem like paint their car and Fozzie's like, I don't know how to thank you. And he's like, I don't know why to thank you. Yeah. Just like those <laughs> subtle lines are so great. I do need to watch this too because on our, we do a podcast called the Nielsen Brothers Podcast and you've referenced that joke, I think three times now yeah, in the love show. It. Love that joke. I don't know why to thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I, I like Kermit's role in this and he still is like the, you know, the kind of kind of the straight man for the whole group always trying to keep everything together like that's always mm-hmm. been his role but in the early days with jim henson doing it it was very much he was almost unattached a little bit he was almost, <laughs> yeah. kermit was just kind of like oh you guys are funny i guess uh let's can we let's go though <laughs> <laughs> yeah but a lot of great running gags in this movie the, well, he references that too like he points out that they're running gags. That's the best one because he, where Dom DeLuise in the beginning he goes, I'm lost. And he just goes, have you tried Harry Krishna? Which is <laughs> yeah. a great, especially a great joke of the time because I, I immediately thought of like that same year was Airplane, Airplane yeah. and Robert Stack beating up the, the <laughs> <Yes>. Harry Because <laughs> I, I think that had like a, a wave in America in the 70s. I think, yeah, I think it must Krishna, have. I only know it from 70s movies. I know from 70s comedies who like to reference Harry Krishna. So I'm yeah. like, I think that must have made its way to America. Yeah, like in the 70s um i like all the background stuff too like the cafe he goes to in the very beginning el slizo yeah. el slizo and he just looks at him, he's like oh, okay and just yeah. like <laughs> walks in yeah but yeah, and then when he's in el, el slizo he just goes like man he's like this guy's lost and, and then some the waiter behind him just goes yeah, maybe you should try Harry Krishna. And then Kermit just looks at the camera and goes, ah, oh, grief, it's a running gag. <laughs> yeah. and then later when they're at the church it says have you tried reverend harry krishna yeah yeah <laughs> That was like, that's just a great running gag. And it was, I don't know, just such a, it felt like of the time too. And that made it like more quaint of like a, ha ha, Harry Krishna, am I right? Like, <laughs> yep. Oh, I know. This is just a random note I have here. This has nothing to do with any of the jokes or anything like that. But when they're stopped in the desert mm-hmm. and the sun's going down, do you notice that like the chimes are the back to the future chimes yes. there? Did you notice I that? I did. It's Yeah. That happens in Back to the Future anytime he like fixes something. Yes, it's I know the, exactly the sound you're talking about, but I guess I didn't make that. No, connection. I heard it too. I was sitting there, I was like, they do it. Now. It gets like, a little different. It's the first, very first chime is the, the first one is the Back to the Future one. Yes. So then I was wondering, I'm like, is that it? Because this came out six years before that. So I'm like, is that some sort of stock sound? Somewhere? Did they make it for that soundtrack, or 
is it one of those just like stock sounds that both the Muppet movie and Back to the Future found a cool way to use? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's always cool when there are those like, we just have these sounds available yeah. and you hear them pop up and other stuff. Should we, hey, should we, should we sample another booch while we're, let's, let's do it. We're here. We're here. Right. I like how the, what's his name? Doc Hop? Hop? Doc, Doc Hopper. Doc, Doc Hopper. Hopper. His little sidekick was the, the, Oh yeah, bad lawyer for my cousin Vinny, Austin Pendleton. Yep. Yeah, I love that guy. He's hilarious. He's such a great actor. What is this? This is since you guys are kind of digging the ginger. This is gingerberry. Okay, this so another one that's one. got ginger in it, but then it's got a little bit of a, a fruity thing going on too. Are we just gonna take like a righteous dump after this, or <laughs> I don't? I, I, I think you, I'm, I'm pretty accustomed to it at this point, so you might. I, I say don't I don't know. know. Like, I'll have to let you know how the week goes. Yeah, say so, pretty excited. I, I, t- I take a lot of probiotics in my life. So. <laughs> oh God, you just <laughs> just pinching out full loaves of bread. Then you just really good, good, strong, very regular, <laughs> very regular. Yeah. Yeah, so this has the ginger in it, but then we're also getting uh, primarily a blueberry juice is the, Ooh, okay. the berry in it. All right. Hey, I like that one. That hits nice. I like, that one hits nice. I like the, this one has a little bit more of the blueberry smell, too. I like See, the, to, to the me, aftertaste all, on it. Has. They all weirdly kind of smell the same to yeah. me. I'm not getting a lot of difference in that. I'm, I'm getting just kind of that vinegary a little bit. But, yeah, flavor-wise, it's it's got the similar... Um, Pillowiness yes. of the gingerade. Yep. But a little more sweetness of the uh, the ginger berry. I can move that for you. I think there's a slight more tartness, but that's probably the blueberry juice itself. Probably. Mm-hmm. Adding to that. This is kind of another one of my regular go-to. Like I, I pretty much always have like these three flavors at least in my fridge. Okay. This is, this and is then your go-to. One more. Like uh, like this, and then another one I'll save. It's probably my favorite flavor. Oh, okay. I pretty much always have in the fridge. And then they don't carry them all everywhere. Like, I like to shop at Aldi. Yeah. They have these standard flavors at Aldi all the time. But if you want some of the deeper cuts, you got to like Hy-Vee or something. So they all have they all different words of enlightenment on them. Oh, my. Yeah. It's like it's like a Snapple fact, but instead it's like a like a quote of the day kind of deal here. So from the, from the trilogy, words of enlightenment, be kind. Get people to open up. I thought you were going to say rewind. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, I would love it if it just said that. Now, this one says, where's the beef? Uh, <laughs> Gingerberry, word of enlightenment. Uh, when we speak to someone, they hear. When we speak with them, they listen. Sure. It's, I feel like that's a rewording of a pretty just other common sentiment. You know what I mean? It's it's real like fortune cookie yeah, it's, kind it's of very ideology. Much, yeah. But. yeah. This is from the the Ginger Aid. Be as kind as to include, as brave as to inquire, and confident to know that you will in time be the one who will inspire. Now that one clearly needed a second pass, but uh, well, I get these turned out. Oh, and it does. Here's the thing: it also has uh, an attribution underneath it, which I didn't realize, and I thought maybe I'm like, oh, is this maybe like a translation? You know, from the you know from the Dalai Lama or something like that. No, this is from uh, Samantha Lee Cross, Sales and Operations Manager, Lakewood, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> the one from from Gingerberry, uh, John Austin Clark, Music Director slash Keyboards, Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> oh man, now this is funny. You know that guy? No, but no. 
<laughs> don't think for one second I am not going to write to GTs yeah, and try absolutely. and get a quote on one of these okay. bottles. We are abs- yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh listen to Sharktoberfest wherever you can get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Luke Nielsen. <laughs> Teacher, media mogul. Yeah. St. Anne's Iowa. <laughs> Because you know they'll do like limited edition runs too, which I will say they did a 25th anniversary special last year, mm-hmm. which was in a really cool fancy bottle that was all like stylized and stuff. My least favorite of their flavors, mm. though, ah. it was not. I did not love it, but that's like I, you know, it, what was that bourbon barrel? beer we had the like i didn't i you know when i bought the one that i really didn't like and it was one we ended up doing for like fishmas but it's like you know sometimes sometimes the special one they roll out yeah. you're kind of like hey, i don't remember uh, which one but yeah i think sometimes they they just have a good idea and then they rush it out and yep their anniversary one was bright blue and it reminded me of like Taste, color, everything of all sport. You guys remember all sport? Uh, yeah. Carbonated yes. uh, energy drink. Yeah. Or like, it's like sports drink, you know, not an energy drink. Like it was like a Gatorade, right? Like yeah, carbonated. Yeah. It yeah. tasted like all sport. And I was like, that doesn't, yeah. that's not for me. It's wild that I drank more than one of those in my life. It was a thing for a while. It was. And they only sold them in big, stupid bottles. <laughs> Oh yeah, they, they're like we gotta trap people in. Yeah, if we do they, small bottles. They we'll only never get came as like liter bottle, like or like tw- they were like they were like twenty ounce bottles. They were like the oh, yeah. just just bubbly sugar. Yes, which I feel like that could come back. Like with all the versions of Mountain Dew and stuff now, like all yeah. sport could make a push to come back. It'll probably have alcohol in it though. The way things are going, yeah, yeah, that's true. When they do reboot something like that too, it's always like, well, because we're making this for the the fucking nineties man babies who don't want to <laughs> give up their youth. Yeah, so I don't know. All sport and what Zima if- should team up. <laughs> Ooh, there it is. There it is. Yeah, and just, and just call it a, a ruined volleyball game. Just, <laughs> just, just a, a, a fight at the town fest. You know, just. I like hey, it. Take slow pitch too seriously with the new Zima All Sport. No, I, th- I think you just call it slow pitch. That kind of encapsulates it. Like this thing that should be fun, but everybody's taking way Everyone's too seriously. Everyone's making it not fun. Yeah. <laughs> we're all acting like we're professional athletes while drinking. Okay, interesting. Interesting move. Oh, waiter. Yes. May I help you? Uh, the, uh, the wine, please? Oh, you mad impetuous think it's champagne. Not exactly. Sparkling Muscatel, one of the finest wines of Idaho. Uh, uh, well, you may serve us now, please. Oh, may I? Any other thoughts on the, on the, on the Muppet movie? Do we have any? It's 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 a hard one to review because it's like my notes on it. I just stopped. I was just writing down jokes. I'm like, well, I don't need to write down every joke in the movie I like. Yeah, so- <laughs> yeah. I wrote down the jokes, the songs. I guess I will say the one thing that makes me like still really love it, and I'm kind of just a sucker for this idea is like the whole thing is about like, hey, you can follow your dream sort of thing. Yeah, and like I I like it's kind of cheesy, but like at the beginning where. Like Dom DeLuise is pitching to Kermit, like you come to Hollywood, and he's like, "Oh, I'm really happy here in the swamp." And he's like, "Well, you could make millions of people happy," and that's the thing that sells that's what him. that's what gets is him. like, "Oh, I could make millions of people happy," and like, 
as a creative person, we're around a lot of creative people. Yeah. Like, I like that idea of like, oh no, like if you put stuff out there, like it's a really good yeah. thing, and then they they cap it with the last the last song at the very end is like, you know, life's like a movie, write your own ending. Yeah. You know, just like talks about like, look, you can do this if you keep believing and keep pretending that like, yeah, do whatever you want. So there, that theme hooks me all the time. And that closing, that closing song, then it does this big pan out and it's like, it's like 200 Muppet characters. Like yeah. I think, I think they said in the trivia, it was every Muppet character like in existence at that sure. point. Cause all the Sesame streets gang is there and stuff like that. Um, that was 150 puppeteers really? operating like the 200 plus what so everyone's basically double fist and puppets everyone's doing that. <laughs> that's pretty and great. some people who were puppeteers for just that final shot in that final shot john landis is operating grover the director uh, john landis nice. who directed uh blues brothers and animal house bunch of comedy classics um, also, one of the puppeteers was uh, a young Tim Burton. Really? A young oh. Tim Burton. I, I think he maybe worked in the Jim Henson shop, but he wasn't really a filmmaker. I think he was a PA maybe even. But <laughs> That's cool. But they were notable people. Uh, notable cameos. Let's just list f- famous people from the 70s. I wrote them down. You wrote them all down? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I, I can name a lot of them. Let me see if there's any I miss here. Okay. You, why don't you list ones you remember, and I'll fill in any blanks. Okay. 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 So we uh, we for sure, we got Dom DeLuise. We got Bob Hope. We got Steve Martin. Uh, Richard Pryor. Elliot Gould. Uh, Cloris Leachman. Madeline Kahn. Carol Kane. Uh, uh, James Coburn. Um, uh, uh, Mel Brooks. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who else we got? We got uh, Milton Berle. Um, we have uh, Edgar and Charles McCarthy. Um, Edgar Bergen, Edgar Bergen Charles Bergen. McCarthy. Yep. Um, the man and his puppet. Who, after shooting that scene, died shortly after. Yeah, it's dedicated to him. It's dedicated, at the end. It's dedicated to the movie because yep. he's the I one. I remember seeing that at the end. Yeah, because he's the one who, like Jim Henson, got into puppeteering because of. Edgar Bergen oh, and Charlie okay. McCarthy, because you used to be able to be a famous ventriloquist. That day is is long gone. Well, no, that's not true. <laughs> not Actually, I lied. I just did. Uh, then I Jeff Dunham. And then Jeff Dunham and Terry Fader popped yes, in my head. Like, Actually, never mind. Two in recent it's, memory, it's still a very uh, bankable thing you can yeah. do. Um, oh, who else do I got in there that I've missed? Um, I'm not sure if you said the one at the very end. I think otherwise you got all. Oh, of them. Uh, Orson Welles. Orson Welles. I think. Yeah. I think you got literally all of them. I wrote them all down. There we go. Very nice. There we go. I was pretty happy with that. Yeah, uh, you did. You that's pretty, pretty <laughs> solid pull. I was sir. really, I was really keeping track. Well, there were some I remembered. There was even some that I literally, <laughs> I forgot where they were. But as we were watching, I started the movie. And I'm like, Elliot Gould's got to be in here somewhere. I don't know why. Just in, my, and then I'm like, there <laughs> yeah. he is at the fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's Elliot Gould. I think Paul Williams shows up in it too. Paul Williams. He, yeah, yeah, he's he wrote the music. He was a, a pretty popular musician in the '70s too. But yeah, he's yeah. he's the piano player at El Slizo. Yeah, um, but he's the one who wrote Rainbow Connection. And other stuff like that. Uh, watched a good. I watched a really good documentary about him at one point. Really? Yeah, that was interesting because he was like a huge druggie and stuff like that, and like <laughs> sure. was very popular in the seventies. Kind of ruined his career in the eighties, and then had this comeback. And one of his things he talks about too is that like w- one of the people that never gave up on him was Jim Henson. Oh, cool. And was like always. And then so like when they did a big, he actually did a big like show for himself. And Jim Henson was gone by that point. But it was like Paul Williams was doing like a comeback thing or whatever. And so the Jim Henson company were like, hey, do you want to do a song? We'll bring the Muppets. Do you want to do Rainbow Connection mm-hmm. with the Muppets? And it was like at a theater in like London or whatever. So he, he's, he still does stuff with them. That's cool. Um, yeah. 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 I think that. Uh, yeah. I mean, the movie 
pretty straightforward. But I think it's pretty I, great. I think my favorite cameo is weirdly uh, James Coburn. I think because he gets thrown out. And he's like, that place is, you know, the the dirtiest rotten place ever. Like, why don't you speak to the, the owner? I am the owner. Yeah. <laughs> the way he says it is great. The way he says it is. Yeah. So, and he was the only one to appear in the movie uh, before he, everyone else had been on the Muppet show who made like cameos. Oh, okay. He ended up doing it after the movie was out and uh, guested on the, the Muppet show. That's cool. But he was, these are the weird facts I found. I was surprised there wasn't as much out there about uh, trivia out of it, but it looked like it was kind of a stressful movie to make. Yeah. Interesting fun fact. I guess it was the first movie featuring hand puppets to show their feet. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. It's like you would have had it with like, you know, like, yeah, Charlie McCarthy's like ventriloquist dummies, you'd see their feet because they're always sitting on the lap. But uh, this was the first time. Like that was written several sources. It was like, oh, we saw we saw puppet feet. Well, it was pretty impressive. Like where they got Kermit riding the bike was, and stuff. Yeah, like to I was pull just that say, off. It looked good. Do you yeah. know how they did that? No. There's actually a crane above him, and it's a marionette system. So you can have that uh, wide shot of him riding the bike. So that he's not being puppeteered on the bike at all, and there's no blue screen or anything. They just literally had a crane above him, and they're puppeting it with wires. Extra impressive. Nice. Yeah. And in the opening number when it's because uh, he's just sitting on a log in a swamp and you see there's water in front and behind him how they did that is underneath the log is like a five foot steel drum that jim, jim henson was just, just hanging out in in reaching up to his log <laughs> and they said it was complete with air tube and <laughs> air tube but it was like they just had him and they said it took like five days to shoot about him just like spending this time like in this this confined just cell <laughs> underwater to sing Rainbow Connection. Well, I like. I feel like it feeds into the theme of the movie, though. That like, this was kind of a crazy idea to be like. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jim Henson starting out like, oh no, I'm gonna do puppets, kind of like old vaudeville style, whatever. Yeah. But it's gonna be this crazy thing, mm-hmm. and it worked. And they kind of had yeah. to go all in to make it work. They did, and they, well, and like he said too, a big part of it was like, well, I mean, the whole plot too is about like frogs' legs. But he's like, he's like, I want to make a big part of it. They're like, you're gonna see the Muppets, and I think that was interesting too. And why I've always liked them is like the Muppets were never, you were they were never meant to be seen as puppets. Yeah. No, I was thinking the same thing. They're they're like in that world. Yeah, like it's, but they're it's, and they're also it and no one reacts. They're just like and they're also right. not meant to be seen as like real animals. No, but like these are almost like they're these are almost just like a different race of being that exists in the world. Are are Muppets? I, I wrote that down. That like okay, so frogs in this world are animals that you eat. Yeah, they also exist as this felt form that they talk to, and that's like. There's no problem there, but there also does seem to be like a little. I mean, like I don't know. Like there's certain things where like like Miss Piggy wins the beauty pageant and stuff. So there seems to be like no separation there. But then there's other things where I'm like, I feel like the Muppets in some ways are treated like second class citizens a little bit. <laughs> like like I feel like that could have been like a movie where like these Muppets exist, but they're everybody accepts them in the world, but they yeah. they don't have the same rights or they're kind of... Well, they they did... Well, I think that was that adult movie they did with uh, What's-Her-Face. What's I know what you're talking Melissa about. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. I think part of that was... Oh. Like, I think they that one, I think they kind of just went full on Who Framed Roger Rabbit where it's like sure. there's the, the Muppet side of town. Right, and right. Yeah. You know, yeah. 
you know, there's Toontown and then there's Regular Town. But no, they they get into it briefly in in the the Jason Siegel one. Okay, where it's like. The, I can't remember exactly how the plot works out, but like his like half brother or whatever that's his like Muppet friend, <laughs> yeah, like doesn't know he's a Muppet. Okay, and it's like there's being a puppet, but being a Muppet's a different thing or something. Like there's something okay. weird like that where it's like he then learns he's a Muppet or hmm. something like that. I can't remember exactly how it works out, but it's like there is like there's something that makes you a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. you know. It's it's like in the in the the Marvel Comics universe where it's like there's mutants and there's also like you know hyper beings or whatever yeah, you know what I mean yeah. it's like there's a different thing that makes you yeah like your powers are magic you're not a mutant that's a different thing it's a different thing yeah you got this from sort of some sort of ancient god <laughs> yeah mutants just became they turned sixteen and started shooting lasers and claws <laughs> or whatever yeah favorite song from the movie all the songs are great I think. It, you know, it's hard to beat Rainbow Connection as like a pure song, like as a as a listen alone song. Yeah. But in the context of the movie, I like the uh, the Electric Mayhem song, the Can You Picture That? That's my that's my favorite scene from the movie. I think. Yeah, that'd probably be my favorite song too. Yeah, that's it. the that one, one I was gonna vote for. That one, that one really that jams. Just, that one goes. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just I, I love the Electric Mayhem. Like all the characters, like just together, like. They seem like a good hang. They seem like a band <laughs> that just kind of like has been toiling around and they're cool with we it. Plus they got animal. I mean, come on. Now. <laughs> yeah. I saw that too. We're going to, oh, we're turning this church into a coffee house. It's going to be chill and you know, yeah. quiet and profitable. That's <laughs> <laughs> so I thought like if you had to be one of the Muppet characters, I think Floyd would be my pick. Like Floyd from Electric mm. Mayhem. Like he's musical. He's always really funny. He's super chill. He's got a dope girlfriend. Yep. Like yep. Floyd's got it figured out, man. <laughs> if you could be a Muppet. <laughs> and I like that you went with like, oh, I want one that's got a pretty chill job within the Muppet <laughs> within the Muppet hierarchy. Yeah, I don't need all the pressure of a Kermit. I just Floyd. That's he seems like he's got a good thing going, yeah. man. Janice seems super cool. Yep, that's true. Yeah, they've been together for a long time yeah. never had never had any dust ups or anything <laughs> no, it's and hard. being in a band together that's hard no yeah so, that's tough yeah i think floyd's where it's at where's your pick dustin what muppet would you be I- <laughs> oh gosh now the pressure is on me yeah <laughs> Ooh, uh, probably the swedish chef that's, oh, a, that's a pretty that's good one. I you like know, that pick. Mumble away and then I get to cook shit. Passionate you know? about his work. Yeah, I like Gets that. real hands. <laughs> I was just going to say gets, that. He gets real human hands. <laughs> He's a hybrid. <laughs> he kind of is. Because <laughs> he is. He's the only one that just gets to have like just regular human hands. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm a sucker for Statler and Waldorf. You know, you just yeah. Get, oh, yeah. Your whole thing is you get to just hang out with these guys you've known for, you know, 50 years now (laughs) and just just shit shit on everything they do. And they all know that that's your thing and need you there for it. (laughs) You've been old enough to not care for 50 (laughs) years. For your entire existence. (laughs) And you get a dope song in A Muppet Christmas Carol. Say they're my favorite in the Christmas Carol. Marley and Marley Bangs. That (laughs) that Christmas Carol is super well done. Well, should we maybe take our break? Are we? Do we have any closing thoughts on the Muppets? We're going to keep talking about Muppets probably and stuff. Yeah. But do we have any about the movie itself? Any f- final thoughts? It's great. If you haven't seen it, 
You should probably check it out. It's great, yeah. I recommend it if you if, if you've never watched it or if you haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah. Go revisit the movie. It's on it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's one of those two. It's the seventies, but it's not super dated. You know, it feels it, yeah, feels relevant. It still. holds up well because yeah. like the humor is old timey humor, but it was for then too. Yeah, like it's, it's <laughs> yeah. like it's vaudeville humor. You know, mm, right? Which and Mel Brooks was doing that too, and that's why it's it's very appropriate that he's in this movie too, <laughs> playing yeah. a very Mel Brooks character. Oh yeah, he's great. Of it's like oh it's hey look. It's Mel Brooks clearly taking the piss out of a Nazi again. <laughs> Steve Martin's cameo is great too. Oh, he's great. Whole, I love that whole sequence. With he's so fucking annoyed with Kermit and Piggy. It's I <laughs> so love that. Might be my favorite cameo. That's probably the best cameo. Just to, it's like oh yes. <laughs> just turns wanna, away. Do you want to smell the cap? Yeah. <laughs> Sparkling muscatel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> could you uh, could you sample? Could you pour it for us? Oh, can I? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. He's like, yeah. He's like, if you need anything, I'll be right here. And just he shuts off. It's such a great turn away. He stops having any human emotion and just walks so disgusted out of the scene. I he made the most of that little yeah. that little cameo. I I do also I appreciated Bob Hope's cameo too because. Fies of the Bear is very clearly like his humor is very Bob Hopey humor. <laughs> yeah. And I love that too when he's like, oh, I'll, I'll take uh, honey. And Bob Hope just goes, Hey, I barely know you. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Fozzie Drums goes, Ha ha, good one. Seriously though, I'll have the honey. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I, I love Fozzie being dismissive of Bob Hope, of being like, Yeah, okay, good joke. I want the ice cream though. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's something the Muppets can pull off. They get to pull off being kind of rude to everybody they yeah. know, but in like just that kind of like, all right, you're not, a, you're not, a, you're not the star. It's, right. a real, it's a real our dad trick. Like, yes, yeah, I'm making fun of you to your face, but I think it's funny. Yeah, and you're gonna think you're enjoying it. That's what I would do. Uh, well, yeah, let's take a little break and then I don't know. Do we we got some more. We got some more booch we can sample. <laughs> no doubt. No, yes, we do. Do you, you have more research on anything going on in that notepad there? Or? Um, as far as the movie, okay, let's let's take the break. We'll come back. We'll do some more. We'll do some more Muppet stuff that we like. Perfect. Uh, perfect. Let's do that. Yep. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's an ad in here that you should be very interested in. Feast your eyes on that. Uh, Worldwide Studios announces open auditions for frogs wishing to become rich and famous. Well, thanks anyway, but I'm really pretty happy where I am. Oh, oh, if I were you, I'd be giving this audition very careful consideration. Ah, uh, moving right along. Footloose and fancy free. We are still we're still sampling booch. We want we gonna get another booch going. Better get another one. Let's get into a couple that I'm not sure you'll love. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. But you know they they do some different things with the booch. So we're gonna get into some of the more exotic varieties. Okay. We're still we're still sampling booch. We're still talking muppets. So we'll get a little crazier as we go. Uh, yeah, we're fucking wild, so, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this is as wild as I get. <laughs> so, so yeah, we're drinking kombucha. I might stay up kind of late tonight. Kind of get pretty crazy. Wow, crazy Saturday for you, man. Might not brush his teeth tonight. Yeah, man. <laughs> man. 
when the kids are away, this guy you can't hold this guy down. He goes nuts. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Alright, hand me your glass here. This is lavender love. Yeah. Fucking kombucha Caligula over here. Look at this guy. <laughs> Just smells Just like, smells I, like every kombucha. Time I, I keep wanting it to have a different scent, but it doesn't really. They, all, they have different flavors. I can taste the difference. I can't smell. See, I can smell. smell. See, you can? Yeah. Almost like a lavender-y See, I can thing. smell. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it should be a lavender thing, because this is lavender love. So... You know, again, the, he already said the name. So don't, yeah. yeah, so don't um, point at me like I got you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> what what I do like about these though, again, is you know these are all like organic versions. So there's nothing artificial in them, so it's always the black tea, the green tea, the kombucha culture, the kiwi juice is the sugar that's doing the fermentation, and then it's always just like one or two things that does all the color and all the flavor. So this is just elderberry and lavender are okay. the only two other things. I almost smell honey. Does anyone else smell honey in that one? I've told well, you, not no. you. <laughs> I've told you, I, I smell vinegar. If, if it has a sweeter smell, for sure. I taste a little honey, I'll say. It tastes... Yeah, I think so. I don't it know. It kind of does. I like that one. It's I like that one, too, actually. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like the lavender, or I don't know, maybe some of the elderberry, too, like, is much like sweeter. That's actually, even though you said it was one that might challenge us... That is in the running for favorite for me. Yeah. Well, and I, I really I like the more exotic ones too, but it's just it's definitely a different flavor. Yeah. Like, yeah I, I feel this like one. this has a lot stronger aftertaste. Yeah. But you're but you're right. I like I get some honey in it almost. Right. It tastes weird, it tastes like that rogue honey culture a little bit. Like yeah, on that's the back. Do you know too, what I mean? Yeah. Kind of, okay. Are we just alcoholics now and we just taste like booze now we just taste beers we've you're had. not wrong <laughs> that's how we associate everything in life yeah <laughs> no i like that one i like that one it's also too i'm 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 more accustomed now to like the the general flavor and uh just experience of kombucha now i'm a little softened yeah we can <laughs> yeah. we can now pick out more of the t- subtle cause, flavors because that first one the the trilogy one that one that one was almost like a shock to the system for me and maybe because it was something that's not bad for me and <laughs> and it, it pained me i do think my body will fight this yeah i'm pretty hard oh for sure <laughs> yeah i'm gonna just it's gonna be coming out my pores my yeah. body's gonna be rejecting it so hard but i like this one though this is tasty mm-hmm. it's uh it's also it got a little bit of pillowy. It's it, it there's a silkiness to it, like the lavender. Really, this like it, it tastes like a tea almost, which I know that's what yeah, it is. But yeah. it's like this. This almost reminds me of like a, you know, a nice mug of relaxing tea. Well, I feel like this one has the strongest flavor all the way through. Like the finish is really strong yeah. too. And I know they all smell the same to you, but I feel like this one has the strongest smell. I I, no. I agree. I smell a lot of lavender. Well, like I, said, no, a little I, touch of honey. I believe you guys. <laughs> <laughs> But for me, it's like they're all just kind of smelling the same. But they do all taste very different. And none of them have tasted vinegary, but I really only smell the vinegary-ness. Mm. So it's an interesting experience for me because I sniff all of them being like, who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never get a sense of what it's going to taste like until I taste it. Well, it's a so true taste I test. do think it's kind of crazy. Like the very distinct difference in flavor and color, and you're just changing one or two ingredients on all of them. Yeah. Yeah, it has a big sway on what what ends up. It's like we've, that, we've seen quite a gamut of colors here so far. Yes, yes, very difference in their their looks, um, their level of murkiness too, if you will. Yeah, for Un- sure. Unfilteredness. You know I mean? yeah, yeah, they're they're very 
they're very different drinks and it's it's that little thing it's like when you know when we watch like the chef show and stuff like that yeah and it's like some things they make didn't take a lot of stuff and you'll get and you kind of you kind of forget like oh yeah if you get just good things yeah it's usually pretty great they taste good and that's all you need you don't need like a bunch of different shit right to combine to make something well, that's actually the reason I started drinking this kombucha, and I've tried other ones and stuff that also like taste good. But like, <laughs> is it a general rule of thumb? I don't like to eat anything that's got more than like four or five ingredients because mm-hmm. you probably shouldn't. Yeah, and like this is very simple. Like you know exactly what everything is. Does like- your uh, research? Because mm. you you keep mentioning the vinegar part. Yep, and I think that's from the probiotics dropping the pH. A lot. Sure. Or raising it. Would it be dropping it? No. Dropping it, yeah. That would make sense. I don't know. The lower the pH, the more acidic things are. Listen, we've covered on this show, I'm not really a drink scientist. But I'm going to keep talking at you like I can, you are. I, know, I can barely <laughs> describe what makes a beer taste like a beer to me. So, so I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. If someone could email in at uh, Sharktoberfest. That's not our email. Gmail. Oh yeah, it's Sharktoberfest. Oh, we, we, <laughs> <laughs> we actually no, sorry, you're right. We do have a Sharktober. I think it's Sharktoberfest pod at gmail dot com. But Nielsen and Pixley. Oh, okay. At Gmail would be the one I would probably check because I I have that one set up on my phone at least. But uh, <laughs> do you just go through and get rid of spam? Because no one emails the show. Oh, I don't even think we get spam, brother. <laughs> We're not even worried <laughs> Any, spam. Anyone has to email you before you start getting spam. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get turned off soon. It's, it's just welcome to Gmail. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, I, it will eventually just be coming like my email because it'll be a, an unsullied one when I have to. Because <laughs> I get so much fucking spam in my main email now. It's I know I'm just going to have to burn it to the ground at some point. <laughs> You got an email from MySpace Tom, and that's it. Yeah. What? So, all right, we were talking about Muppet stuff. What? Let's talk about the 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 career of these puppets. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we talked about Sesame Street, 1969. Muppets had those two kind of de facto pilots, 74 and 75. The Muppet Show runs from 76 to 81. Yeah. Then there's kind of a little break in there where they're doing some of the movies, some of the special stuff. Like, remember the Muppet Family Christmas? Yeah. That was one of my favorite Christmas specials. Oh, that specials one's great. Have you ever TV. seen that one? No. It's great because it's got, like, all of the Jim Henson, like, multiverse in it. It's oh, gonna, okay. Because, uh, like, the Sesame Street characters show up. The Fraggles are live in the basement. Yep. Uh, like, they, like, everything in, like, that was on TV at that time that was Muppet, Jim Henson produced. Uh, we're in this Christmas special. So then Fraggle Rock is in that era then. So like the yeah. Muppet show ends in 81. Fraggle Rock runs from 83 to 87. Mm-hmm. You guys know who loves Fraggle Rock? What? Uh, Pepper Jack loves Fraggle Rock. Who? What? A, it's a deep cut from It's Always Sunny. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was like, I haven't watched that show. I'm like, Pepper Jack. I'm like, loves- do we know a Pepper Jack? I'm like, this is either code or he's having a stroke. There's going to be one person out there who gets that. No, I appreciate yeah, it. Too much kombucha. So then there the was- Fraggles have the best song in that special, too. Yeah. yeah. The uh, uh, Pass It On. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Although, the end of that Christmas special has the best Christmas carol medley ever. Oh, that's true. They sing like every Christmas song you can possibly think right, of. Right, yeah. It's great. But um, the Jim Henson Hour was in 1989. Okay. 
which I don't know that I've ever seen one season or one I've, year. Yeah. And that looked like, though, it must have won an Emmy or something, though. I mean, oh. it was like, I, I think I saw that on the awards list, but that one season. Then Muppets Tonight. So after Jim Henson died and stuff, then Muppets Tonight. Muppets Tonight I remember watching. And that was basically basically a straight-up reboot of The Muppet Show. Because yep. it was them putting on the variety show with guests. They would do sketches of behind-the-scenes stuff and, and yep. their movie parodies. Like That was just kind of a, a straight-up reboot. But I remember watching that show a lot. Because that, yeah. that, that one I really liked as a it kid. It was fun. And it, it felt fun having... like the Muppet show like for me yeah. now you know because I, I watched like the reruns of the old one stuff because you could find them on like TV land or whatever <laughs> right <laughs> you know but now it's kind of like oh cool I get my own Muppet show now well they had like contemporary stars would guest on there just like oh, yeah. the original one and they had like the new Muppet characters that had popped up in the movies and yeah, stuff that kind of come about um it was a big deal because Prince was on it, and it was right after yeah. he changed to the artist formerly known as Prince, and he was just the Ooh. symbol. Right, right. So they had to introduce. I remember, I remember that opening because I'm currently being like, tonight we have the artist formerly known as Prince. Ah! <laughs> like, <laughs> I do see. I didn't really watch that, but I do remember now him always running off stage. Yes, yeah, very nervously. And he he sang uh, a parody of Raspberry Beret, and it was Raspberry Sorbet. Oh. And he did it. And they weirdly though, they made for like the song in that. I, I this is actually something we covered in Advanced BS. Is weirdly weirdly why I know this. Uh, they made a Prince puppet, like so they uh -huh. for like flashback scenes because he's singing about <laughs> the girl he fell in love with and wanted the raspberry sorbet <laughs> or whatever. Um, he demanded that the Prince puppet be taller. Than the other puppets in the flashback. That's funny because he was a little, short man with a weird ego, little Napoleon yeah. complex. So going he, on <laughs> it was his big like demand is like, no, the prince puppet must be taller than all the other puppets. Of interesting dudes to hang out with, Prince has got to be on the short list. Like that would be an interesting day. Like if you just got to pick somebody an, to hang out with, an interesting intense day. Because all the stories about him were just like, oh, it was weird. Yeah, I don't know if it'd be fun, <laughs> it'd be but fun. it would be. It'd I'd be like a, to give it, would, it a go. It would be a story. It'd be but very uncomfortable for most yeah, of the day. Yeah. I don't think you'd have a great time doing it. Yeah. But and then, and remember the Garth Brooks episode was good too. Yeah, that was big. Yes, yeah, so that was ninety six to ninety eight. So it was only yeah, a couple, only of, a couple years. of years, but. Then there was The Muppets. That was 2015, 2016, which I think that was like about them putting on a show, it was wasn't about it? Put, yeah, it was a mockumentary. Okay, yeah. So it's I all done like it. talking heads and stuff like that. I, I watched a few episodes and it was funny. I mean, it was The Muppets. Yeah. You know. And then now there is Muppets Now. Which is on Disney+. Plus. It's yeah. a Disney Plus show. I did not realize what was going and it's, on. It's, it, it's them kind of doing a variety show, but now... Just I just read like bios of it. There's only like six episodes, I think, but it's them now there. It looked like every episode was about the panic to get their show uploaded because now they're <laughs> okay. an internet show. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so. But that's kind of that's what I had in terms of uh, TV shows, the shows that they've had. And of course, there's all the movies. Movies after the Muppet movie. What was next after that? Was that Great Muppet Caper or was it Muppets Take Manhattan? I didn't write them down in order. I should have done that. Look let it up. Let me see. Let me see. Want another booch while we're sitting here? Yeah. You did miss a show in there, Luke. Did I? Muppet Babies. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Which they're doing. A, there's a reboot of that one, too. That was all cartoon, though, wasn't it? It was a cartoon, yeah. But that was the other TV series. I'm going to crack this over. Yeah. I always punch the mic while I do it. That's how you want to. We punch mics all the time here. 
with our hands, with our faces. <laughs> this is back to ginger. Okay. Hibiscus ginger. Oh. So another kind of flowery, more floral one. We had the lavender. I'll be curious if we can, me and you, can smell that a lot in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm interested in your guys' smell review. Because <laughs> I can't take part in it. I'm very clear. Yeah, I, I can smell. This isn't the COVID thing. I'm smelling clearly. It's just not what you guys are smelling. <laughs> <laughs> so it must be the flower thing because I'm getting honey on this one too. Which makes sense because obviously bees pollinate flowers then make honey so this again the same ingredients other than just uh hibiscus the ginger and then a little lemon juice as well oh okay okay oh that was a little stronger that one's got a little more going on a little more bite (laughs) (laughs) we're getting we're getting deeper yeah that one's that one's doing a lot to my mouth i don't know how, how i feel about that one I don't feel like the hibiscus has near as strong of a smell as the lavender. Lavender was probably the strongest smelling one. Mm. And maybe still my favorite. I don't know. I like that one. Mm. It smells the same to me. (laughs) Yeah, that one's just got a lot of of bubbliness. I was going to say, it's more carbonated, too. It's a little more tart. I get a little more more, uh, more, um, sting on the back end. (laughs) It leaves your mouth a lot drier. Yeah. I feel like it's got stronger ginger in it than the other ginger ones did. Because I'm getting that like kind of back of the throat, like yeah, ah, yeah, ah, a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah, fresh ginger that can get pretty spicy. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. I don't want to say spicy, but that's like the best I could have. Yeah. for it is like spiciness a little bit. Right, not hot spicy, but it's just uh, ginger spiciness. I don't know how else to describe it. Like you're saying, ginger but- spice. She was yeah. always my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I don't. I was sad when she left the band. <laughs> I don't know even how to like delineate the hibiscus flavor. I first got this one because Claire, my daughter, tends to like hibiscus stuff. Okay. I mean, like, I don't even know how she wound up, but like, when we'd go out to like Portland, Oregon and eat like the oh, yeah. donuts they're, and stuff, they're, they're out doing there. all sorts of goofy yeah, shit out was, there. So she'd like, you know, like her like vicious hibiscus donuts and stuff like that. And she's like, I like this. And I'm like, I don't really know why, but she likes hibiscus stuff. I. Couldn't tell you what hibiscus tastes like. That's what I'm saying. All. Like, I don't even know which of the flavors yeah. in Does here is it hibiscus. Have a flavor? Or is it just a cool sounding name? I don't know. I mean, maybe that's it because usually <laughs> the stuff is then like a pink color or like it's kind of a like this color. Like, even the donuts or stuff are like this kind of bright magenta well, they, color. They, they it's make a flower, right? They make beers yeah, yeah. too that are yeah. hibiscus flavored. Do they? Yeah. We'll have to do a hibiscus beer because Fat Hill has one. I think it's a Saison. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'm warming up to this more now that I'm used to the. But again, on the very end, though, I think that's that ginger that gets you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that that's what I'm feeling in my throat. Yeah. The up front, I like up front. But then, yeah, when the aftertaste hits, the ginger kind of. Yeah. It's a little sharp. I agree with you on that one. This one, this one, the longer it sits in my mouth, the less happy I am. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's some of them, like the gingerade one that we had earlier. That's one I can like, you, know, you could drink one pretty quick. Like mm-hmm. this one is like, I might drink half a bottle and. Put the other half back. Yeah, for yeah. This, later. this one, this one's a bit much. Gingerade and and gingerberry, I, I like. They both were were smooth. Yeah, mm. this were, one would be hard on a hot day after mowing. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, the, you. This is a punishment. You fucked up. <laughs> you ruined the lawn. This now, is closer to the all sport effect. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So you had uh, the Mupp movie, nineteen seventy nine. Yep. Nineteen eighty one, Great Muppet Caper. Mm. Eighty four, Muppets Take Manhattan. Then you don't get another movie till 92, Muppet Christmas Carol. It's the next one. 
then. Mm. Muppet Treasure Island, 96, which is, I think, an underrated one. That's yeah. a fun one. Uh, and then the one I always forget about, Muppets from Space, which mm. is where they get into Gonzo's origin right. story. That's right. <laughs> they decided to finally just say what he is, which is an alien. Spoiler, sorry. And then the reboot, the Muppets, Muppets Most Wanted. And both those did well. I was hoping we were going to get kind of a, a, a Muppet Come kind back. of renaissance a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and like they're still doing stuff, and they're always well-reviewed. But I think now they're almost, they've been around so long that it's like, well, and also now that Disney owns them, they're always guesting on anything ABC. Because right. then it's like, here's the Muppets on Dancing with the Stars. Here's, yeah. you know, the Muppets are hosting this or whatever. And it's like, I know they're kind of, I was, I was going to say company men, but, you know, they're puppets. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but they kind of have that role now. Of like Now now they are a brand more than, I think, uh, you know, a, a show, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I would be game for them doing, like, we talked about The Muppet Christmas Carol is great. Like, do more stuff like that, where it's The Muppets in something you already know. Because yeah. you know The Muppets, you know this other thing. Because that's what worked with that, with Muppet Christmas Carol and Muppet Treasure Island, was, oh, they were just taking a a, a work of literature. Yeah. And then it's like, I don't know, what if, what if they were Muppets? <laughs> yeah. Which, so, like, Les Miserables, right? I'd watch a Muppet Les Miserables. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right, what, I'm trying. Uh, what would be? What would be? Sweeney Todd. Pulp, pulp Fiction. <laughs> there, there you Let's, go. What would be the? What's like a classic? Like a great piece of literature that would make for a great Muppet movie. The, the Outsiders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just watch a Muppet stab another one. <laughs> Man, that's a good question. Robin Hood could be fun. Oh, Robin! Ooh. Robin Hood is really good. That's actually Kermit a really good would pick. Make a great Robin. He's Hood. a great Robin Hood. That's Fozzie that could might. be Little John, Little John or Friar Tuck, even. Yeah, that might be the perfect answer. That's actually that a was really, really good. Really good pick. Make it. Yeah, you make you make. Uh, what is it? Prince is it Prince John? Is that the bad guy? Yeah, Prince John, Prince John. the Sheriff of Nottingham. So, you, so you make one of those. Like your your human actor lead, yeah, that yeah you have yeah. right. You make one of them, either mm-hmm. the prince or the sheriff of Nottingham. They're they're whoever the human foil is in that world that has to deal with mm-hmm. the Muppets, yep. right? Um, I, Miss Piggy obviously made Marion. Mm-hmm. Kermit's trying to win her back. The whole you know the ragtag group there. They're the they're the merry men. You got got Fozzie and Gonzo and Rizzo. You get the mm-hmm. whole you get the whole group. What's the crab? What's his name? Pepe. <laughs> he's in, or he's a shrimp. The shrimp, yeah. Um, I like it. I like that. See, one. That's a good pick. I like that. And then, so along those lines, I go for like a, a series where they're doing the Arthurian legend. That could be fun. So, like Kermit is, you know, the young King Arthur, where he's still like out doing stuff. Then you have the other character, his knights, and you can do all the different stories. They did a bunch of because that's just the, that's their main theatrical release movies. They did do straight to DVD stuff because they did like the Muppets. Um, Wizard of Oz. Oh, that's right. And I think that it might have been some yeah, direct to video releases. No, oh, these are I guess these aren't movies. Muppet sing alongs, Billy Bunny's animal songs. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting down on this booch now all of a sudden. You're getting you're getting down on it? Just feeling it. Yeah. You're feel oh you're in, you're into it now. You're into the booch world? We're gonna crack open another one. Okay. So this one is not so fruity. This is the multi-green. 
And this is one that I, uh, I'll dig into and I feel like I'm not getting enough of my greens. You know, I like to eat okay. a lot of, uh, the green leafy veg and, uh, got our garden and stuff rocking, but I want a little more green in my life. I get this one. So the extra ingredients here are Klamath Valley blue green algae, <laughs> spirulina, and chlorella. And they always say, and 100% pure love. That's one of the ingredients. Sounds it, like how you pronounce cholera. Is it cholera? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An active ingredient to this is, is cholera. I got I to finish my, my hibiscus. So this one, no extra fruit, just the green. And this oh one, God, you look can at see, that. there's a lot going in there. Some of these, if they're extra... Your face right now, you know, Logan, because, uh, no, is amazing. I, that was from me just slamming the hibiscus oh, okay. ginger. <laughs> Some and it was taking a toll on me. I will say, some of these, it is good to swirl because you get some of the sediment of the drink itself. And then the SCOBY, a lot of time, you'll have that sediment in the bottom. So how many, are these all the ones we've tried? Yeah, yeah. How many do we have? So do we have four left? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. We'll, we'll, we'll work quickly. Oof. This is going to be a weird, uh, the, our weirdest two-parter. Usually it's because we're too drunk and rambling. This we have yeah, too we have many, much kombucha. We have too many kombuchas <laughs> to wanted, sample. I wanted to give you a real, you know, a real experience Oh, no, we here. are, we are, this is a kombucha marathon. It's too bad, too, it was a movie we didn't have, like, a ton to say. Like, <laughs> we should have picked a worse movie, so we had more to talk about. Yeah, it's a hard part. When you but don't have one to pick it. Like, when, you oh, this, have, when you can't pick it apart, it makes it a lot harder to like, talk yeah, for an extended period. This of time. one's funny. Let's drink more booch. All right. Wow, so this one obviously a different look. That looks like mouthwash right yeah. there. Yeah, so this one's a pretty. Uh, oh, this one has a different scent for me. Say we're getting. It's uh, earthy. Whoa. Yeah, the, it's almost got like drinking a like a multigrain cracker. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. A lot of algae in this guy. So this it almost tastes salty. I'm not kidding around here. Yeah. yeah. No, it does. <laughs> and the the smell on this one is kind of rough. I mean, it, it smells like your lawn a little bit. But yeah. like not not in a good way though. Oh. Yeah, I don't oh, I don't I don't know how I'm feeling about this one. Are you angry at yourself when you pour this one, Luke? Or are you just like I'm gonna hurt myself today? <laughs> this one this, <laughs> this this is one, like I said, where I'm like I feel like I need some more, some more vitamins, some more minerals, some more greens in me. So this is just uh, we're doing it. So that's what algae tastes like, huh? Yeah, man. Because it, it's you it can is see it in there. It is lingering. It is an interest. It like it's it's going nowhere. It's in my mouth. Yeah, it's like you licked a hardwood floor. That's what it's kind of. You know, but I don't mind it. But yeah, you know, I, I eat a lot of like kale and stuff, so it's kind of in that vein. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, not, I'm not a super big fan of kale either. No, I tried it raw, and I kind of felt like I was chewing on feet. Kind of that cooked kale is 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 yeah, worse. Kale chip. I like kale chips. Oh, you like kale chips? Kale yeah. chips. Or I guess I don't hate kale chips. I they they don't do it. They, they don't do anything for me. It just tastes like. I'm telling you, know. you though, in our garden, we got we grew a lot of kale, and our kale. Like the leaves are bigger than your hand, man. That's some serious kale. Oh, <laughs> it's because it, <laughs> <laughs> it takes so many twists. I'm not expecting. It does too. Yeah. It really. Oh boy! Like in the middle, you get slapped right in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Logan's reaction to this. Is I'm happy. Yeah, I don't know. I, this one, this one's. 
Because I think because too, it's like it's flavor. It's familiar because I can tell it's of this earth. <laughs> but, but I'm, that's why I'm just like, oh, is that that must be the algae? Because I can't. I can yeah. tell it like tastes like a plant or dirt. But not a plant or dirt I've really had. So I'm having a hard time putting it together. <laughs> How'd you feel about that one, Dustin? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. This one did have a different smell for me, too. Like when I smelled it, I was like, whoa, okay. I don't I don't like the smell of this one. But <laughs> no, I don't either. <laughs> I prefer all the, the vinegar smell of the other ones. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe pour the less of that one. Oh. <laughs> I'll, fin- I'll finish it up. I'll finish it up. I'm, I ain't no, I ain't no quitter. <laughs> My stomach is gonna be so confused after this day. <laughs> it sort of reminds me of like when I was little and I, I got our mom to buy me canned spinach because like Popeye and I'm like, well, we all we all went through that phase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I want to be jacked and spinach is it, and then you. Try it and like, whoa, yeah. that's not. I mean, it must be great. This guy fucking loves it. <laughs> yeah, this guy's crazy about spinach. Well, and the canned is so much worse. Oh, fresh spinach is great. Yeah, canned because when it's yeah. in that, just so it's so soft and mushy, oh. it's not. It's yeah. not ideal. It seems like spoiled food. Well, that was my first exposure to to spinach, not just canned, but like I remember at a, it was like at a buffet, it was like fucking royal fork in town or whatever and then remember they just like at the I, I knew this was two guys who would who would catch that reference on my podcast two weeks ago we spent a long time talking about the royal fork <laughs> yes I just, in my universe royal fork is alive yeah. and well uh, but i remember they had one time at the salad bar was just was like a vat of very wet spinach oh. And I was like, ugh, that's what it is? Oh, no. It was, it was years later that then I actually had spinach. I'm like, oh, okay. That probably started as fresh spinach, and that's just how long I've been under, <laughs> no been one under the it. buffet just light. A, yeah, it was it was meant to just be for, like, a salad, but instead it just slowly <laughs> fermented. <laughs> Became a stew. Oh, boy. This one is challenging. <laughs> Finish that one. I got another challenging okay. one. Oh, great. Good. Well, actually, when I picked them out and I was thinking of like how to describe them, the way that I describe this one is it's challenging to drink. Oh, God. In a different way than the algae one, though. What does it's, that say? It's tantric turmeric. Oh, so it's going to take its time fucking me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> great. So tantric turmeric. So to give you an idea of what you're getting here. <laughs> so sexual. Yeah. Fresh pressed turmeric juice. Fresh pressed carrot juice and then again with the ginger okay is it turmeric or turmeric uh could be could be turmeric i think i've heard turmeric but i think i've heard i think i've heard turmeric before too people pronounce things in weird ways turmeric awesome show great job if you ever watched uh, jeopardy they say everything very odd yeah yeah true like sophomore it's sophomore which is probably how you maybe are supposed to say it they're putting that o in there you know no i know so this is definitely different. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> different than the all green, but this one's got a pretty powerful taste. I can see the pain on Logan's face. That last one really challenged it, me. It got you. That one changed my whole day. Like that one, I don't know. The other the other ones, even the ones I didn't like, didn't like mess me up. That one. Well, I got another weird one after this, and then the last one will is finish your favorite with one? my favorite flavor. So. 
This one's a lot easier to take down. Yes. And it does. It tastes like fresh carrot. It tastes. I like, taste carrot. Like, I taste carrot in there. I taste the, carrot and ginger. It's the taste of my mouth when I'm peeling a carrot. You know, when you get all the <laughs> yes, yeah, all yeah. The, the misting of the carrot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you've smelled a carrot real good, yeah, that's what this tastes <laughs> it like. It does too. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because the ones you're like that are challenging tend to sit a little better with me. Yeah. Well, it's like it's a stronger finish it's I a very like. unique flavor for sure it's the ones that like when i'm bringing it get in my nose the most yeah i guess for me yeah this one smells like a juicer like yeah yeah big time yeah i can actually smell some carrot in this one guys nice. hey it look at doesn't that. just smell like vinegar no i actually like that one as far as a vegetable one i would do this one uh over the lg one <laughs> yeah, yes yeah, fair it's like my stomach's feeling something And I think it's because it doesn't it doesn't know how to feel because it's getting full of these strange juices. But they're also good like for well, the gut flora. You gotta remember too is that we're just layering all these flavors on top I know, of each other. That's too. the thing. Of just these because by the end of this, we're all gonna have drank three bottles of yeah. kombucha. Basically, I'm gonna really throw my stomach for a loop and grab a Big Mac after this. Yeah, see, that's, just, I gotta do something bad. I'm gonna drop to it. an atomic bomb in there. And yeah, just, <laughs> you won't see, see me it, for three days. See if it melts in the in the kombucha. And you're getting, uh, you know, billions of live organisms of various yeah. probiotics in your. That's belly. the thing. There's this weird. Are we gonna have an alien situation where something bursts out of my chest? Yeah, we're a, making a scoby. Yeah, <laughs> scoby. A little making... wet pancake monster. <laughs> making some sort of fucking hybrid creature in our stomachs right now <laughs> yeah there's like the, a the booch well, yeah there's like a there's like a yeast turf war happening in my stomach right now <laughs> interesting that wasn't me who was that was that? my throat <laughs> yeah i was gonna say <laughs> i like, shut my mouth quick. i was like <laughs> just heard it through the mic so I... <laughs> that's the war in my stomach right now <laughs> and i don't know who's winning <laughs> It's kind of fun for me though because you know, like I don't tolerate like a lot of other foods so that like this I'm I'm going you're, strong yeah I, you're partying I I kind of it's fun for me that other people are struggling it's fun that you're drinking us under the table with kombucha <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if there's a kombucha drink off <laughs> I'm I'm your guy we know who to call yes mm-hmm. I dug that one actually I I like the I'd carrot like flavor the, yeah I like that it's just strong and I think all I think now I've just I'm on the other side of the bell curve now and now I'm just like too much booch <laughs> let's just keep it rolling here okay oh man so this is actually one of my favorites okay but I, I thought this was this the other challenging one or no, well it's not challenging it's just different okay so this is raspberry chia. This has become a common thing. You put chia seeds in your kombucha. Okay. And then they basically swell up and it's like drinking jello. Oh no. <laughs> oh, oh no. So I really like this flavor. I think it's tasty. This is actually one of my favorite ones. Like if I'm sitting down, gonna have a steak, <laughs> some potatoes. I like to have right. a nice raspberry chia. I wasn't expecting to have to eat one of these. All right. Do you guys remember the drink? I think it was called Orbits. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is this, this, is, is, this, is, this is like Orbits. All right. I wondered. Here, watch <sighs> watch the pour. It looks like oh, slime. Yeah. 
It looks like uh, Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. it does. And your bathtub tries to eat you. Yeah. Don't. No, I, I'm going to see it soon. It has scales. <laughs> <laughs> this is this has got to scare you. <laughs> yeah, see, this, the, the look of this one is, is challenging. Yeah, so, so this one just has the raspberry juice and raw chia seeds. But if you put raw chia seeds in your kombucha or whatever, they get all swelled up like this. Yeah, and make it look like it has pores. Yep, and it just turns into like a jello drink. <sighs> I love this one. <laughs> I swished it in my mouth. It was a bad idea. It's so thick. <laughs> I was not expecting. Oh. I thought you just said it was jelly. What is it? It's just jam. Yeah. It's watered down it's jam. It's just drinking the fucking <laughs> no, flavor-wise, it's nice. It's nice. <laughs> There's not a good way to drink this either. I'm trying not to run it along the roof of my mouth. I can't do it. I like to chew on it for a little bit. Oh. Crunch the seeds in there. <laughs> what, what keeps making me laugh? Is sucking it in, it goes like <laughs> when I'm just trying to sip it. See, one of the reasons I love this one is like when you're a kid and you'd eat jello and swish it between your teeth. <laughs> that's like a, exact sensation yeah, that's, that's going what on. it is. Yeah, but more seeds. Yeah. I like I like I like chewing it. It just it wow, I was like I thought you were just saying like, oh, it's kinda like yeah, jello y or whatever. But no, it, yeah, it tastes like mm -hmm. I'm like I'm sipping on a strawberry preserve. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, I I like to hold it in my mouth and chomp them seeds. Working it around is is troubling it. There's not an easy way to not do that. No, and it does. It's just it's a whole it's a whole thing. I'm gonna call this one an experience, is what it is. <laughs> this one's a fucking experience for yeah. sure. Flavor is mm -hmm. just fine. It's actually Ooh. really mellow as far <laughs> as kombucha goes. Yes, on the kombucha no, flavor, the it it feels like the the good people at at uh, uh, GT. Um, they want to challenge you one way or the other. <laughs> they, they will find a way. <laughs> they want to do it. It's like, oh, this, ah, this one, the, the flavor's so mellow. All right, let's let's just put a, a fucking sesame seed bun yeah, in there right? and just, <laughs> and just see, see what happens with that. Sir, this one's too easy. What can we do? <laughs> we got some runoff resin from the Smucker's plant. Let's go ahead and just <laughs> scrape the inside of their tanks out, put some, put some booch in it. Wow. Interesting. All right, so now we got kombucha number nine. There, last one. This is probably my current favorite flavor. I kind of can't believe how many we drink. <laughs> I can't believe how many kombuchas we've sampled. We talked about the movie for like twenty fucking minutes, and then we've just been drinking kombucha for an hour. You don't get this many flavors in a flight of beer at a you don't at a pub. You don't. This is this is an interesting experience. Yeah, you'll never. Get, well, I'm talking like I'm drunk too. Like I'm my body's just getting. I feel like I'm high on kombucha or something. A little I don't know bit. What's going I'm, on. I'm buzzing a, a touch. All right, this is cosmic cranberry, so it's just the standard ingredients with 
unsweetened cranberry juice. And this is your this is your favorite one? Yeah, right now this is my favorite flavor. So this is like those first three that we had, and this one are like the four. If you swing by my house, those are in the fridge pretty much always. Then the other ones are, you know, here and there. Right. <sighs> Last one. That one's a little tart. Yep. Well, cranberry makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think it's. I think it's. It feels more tart too. Just following the kind of mellow. That was super jello mellow. We had yeah. <laughs> that we just had. This is. This has been an experience, Luke. This is. <laughs> You've taken us on a journey. This has been a whole new deal. Like this. This I don't think we ever would have or really could have properly done on our own at all. Like this is something we needed. You this, needed this, an expert. Yeah. We needed this person to bring this to us. Um, <laughs> Well, and I and I will say, um, it's not recommended that you drink this much kombucha. <laughs> you, I'm glad you, we're hearing that right now. You're, well, your first time out, like it even says on the GT website, like if you're gonna start drinking kombucha and you've never done it before, start with like a little bit. Oh, good. You know, like, so this like, is like a- have like a half a bottle and call her good. Oh, so this will actually be the <laughs> most uh, unhealthy binge we've done on this show too. That's good. I don't know if it's unhealthy, but like no, obviously it's a it's a lot going into your gut. There's a lot going on. All right. Well, I think what we have to do then, Dustin. What's uh, favorite wise? What let are you me, thinking uh, here? What are your? What's your? Let should me do... pee first so I can concentrate. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Whether it's out my penis or my butt. We'll find... <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dustin's back. <laughs> Look at you. You're like peppy and you're smiling. <laughs> like <laughs> you're, yeah. you're you're all you're all juiced on booch. Yeah, I had like a mild hangover this morning, and now it's gone. So the boot. You know, I did a little bit too, and I will say that is, yeah, I'm my body is feeling better than it did when I woke up. Yeah, I feel like tingly now. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like you know, like I'm grinding my teeth. Yeah, I'm like, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like I can hear my blood pumping. You know, my eyeballs are sweating. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's good. It's good. It's good. I'm ready to fight my neighbor. Um, <laughs> Okay, Dustin. So now we've we've sampled this this. Uh, we did it. We went through nine. This yeah, this double flight of kombuchas. What are your favorites? Do we? I, really, <laughs> I did <Excuse> like me. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. That was the booch fighting back. Um, <laughs> it's my, no, it's my body trying yeah, to reject yeah. it. <laughs> I like the ginger ones for sure. The ginger ones, I'd, I'd say, are my favorites I too. I think maybe the lavender one is. I actually really like the lavender one too. I, yeah. I would say I'd, I'd say my favorite. If I had to pick a favorite, it's gonna be I think ginger berry. I think that's okay. going to be yeah, that's good. I like it. It's, it's standard. It's nice and mellow. It's got a nice flavor to it. That was a, an enjoyable sip. Um, and then I'd say I'd say probably the second might be lavender. Lavender love. I kind of enjoyed. That nice. was an interesting one. Yeah, I think we found out ginger is kind of our jam. Ginger works. For I like the, I like the way sure. ginger. Um, most interesting. <sighs> I mean, most interesting. I, I probably have to give to the the raspberry the chia. Cheesy. The 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 the, the, the paste. <laughs> the, the 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 preserves that were in, I mean that green one is that's that a, that's a trip that's an experience <laughs> yeah. that was something <laughs> hibiscus ginger was was kind of a, a rough one tantric turmeric yeah, that wasn't too bad but you know the carrot one that I think that's my most pleasantly surprised one because hmm. off the sounds of it I was like Ooh. was that the turmeric one yeah that's the carrot one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I was kind of same boat of being like oh I don't know how this one's gonna be and that one I actually I, I liked actually, it yeah. Kind of enjoyed it. it tasted, yeah, it tasted like a like when you put a bunch of stuff in a juicer. Yeah, is kind of mm-hmm. how it how it tasted. Um, yeah, this was this was something, Luke. This was. 
I really wasn't expecting. I was here's what I wasn't expecting. Here's what I came into it being like. I know I don't love kombucha. Is this all just going to be me just taking a sip and going? Ugh. Is it just going to be that? But honestly, man, this was a uh, fucking wider. It was a roller coaster of things. Yeah, good. Oh yeah, I think we've seen almost all sides of kombucha. I hope if there's if there's secrets still. They have a lot, like, just even GTs has a lot more flavors. Like, th- these are the nine flavors that I drink, so I wanted to give you the full gamut of... Yeah, this was this was a real... I wasn't expecting chunkiness. I wasn't I wasn't expecting to drink algae today. Whole, whole lot of new experiences, I'd say. Another fun thing yeah. you can do with your booch Kay. is make kombucha popsicles. Mmm... Because, like, you know, when it freezes, it kind of separates out the water a little bit. So when you get down to, like, especially the bottom of the popsicle, it is, like, pure concentrated booch juice. And it's like, whew, it's pretty good. Yeah, because it's probably then almost like if you pour juice in a, (laughs) like, ice cube tray a little bit. Well, yeah, but, you know, but it's still, like... I mean, you still have some of, like, the effervescence in it. So it's kind of tingle. It's kind of a wild popsicle. Well, thank you, Luke, for for this this kombucha cosmic journey. <laughs> thank you, guys. It was a pleasure to be yeah. on the show. I had fun. I had fun. I watched... really enjoyed the, you know. Strides. No, this this I genuinely was was a very interesting experience that I you and I never would have done. No, not on our own. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Muppet movie, watch it. It's great. It's on yeah, Disney great Plus movie. right now. Um, not much to say on that movie, unfortunately. Uh, it's good. That's the I thing. Mean, it's, 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 we always run into this when we watch good movies. We really struggle. It's hard because you can't just be like that. He said this other funny thing, right? And then the other puppet was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard thing to do without just sounding well, lame, you know. So luckily, we had this kombucha flight to carry this episode. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't expecting it to get that interesting at the end. <laughs> Yeah, Justin. you really you held back too, yeah. like big time. You saved some big fucking yeah. guns for the end there. I will say that you weren't. You were easing us in, and you're like, "All right, I'm gonna get these fuckers." Uh, yeah. Might not be good to start with the Chia one. That's... No, that would have been a, a weird start. But I, but after after feeling like I knew what kombucha was gonna taste like, <laughs> and then throwing the green and <laughs> the Chia one at us was like, "Oh, never mind. We're in a whole new neighborhood of weird now." Oh, well, okay. Then, well, that's gonna do it then for this one, eh? Probably. Well, we did it. Uh, after this, we'll have we'll have one more yes. of the old Frogist, right? And then we'll do something in September. We haven't really decided yet. And then, Dustin, what's after that? Uh, the the Sharktoberfest? The big one. The flagship, the big, baby. Um, that'll be our one-year anniversary. It'll be our one-year anniversary. We're going to do the intense month again. It's going to be something else. So, can stick around here. <laughs> Idiots. Uh <laughs> Luke, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you for the, <laughs> the kombucha <laughs> experience. My body's still deciding what to make of it. Um, well, that's going to do it for this episode of Frogist from Sharktoberfest. Uh, for Dustin Pixley, I'm Logan Nielsen. Uh, do I have a sign-off for this one? I don't think so. I don't know. I I, here's the thing. I think I'm realizing how absurd this show is because the kombucha has woken my brain up. Right. Now <laughs> so there's I'm so just, much clarity. I'm, in. I'm, I'm seeing the artificialness of all this. I'm like, who even cares? <laughs> who even cares? Turn this off and go go play in a meadow. <laughs> what are you even doing? Listen to this, this stupid show that wastes your time.
Get out there. God, go weave a basket. Go weave, weave something. I don't care what. But go. Get a booch and get out there. Get a get a get a get some booch and get to living. All right. <laughs> Bye everybody. <laughs>